listen to our list. It's our top five picks. It's objectively subjective. So listen along. Our lists are never wrong. It's not subjectively objective. It's objectively subjective. Objectively Subjective. Welcome to Objectively Subjective, a podcast where we objectively give you our subjective top five list on many different topics. Some current, some relevant, and some of the best of or worst of a certain year. I'm certain. <laughs> I am one of your hosts, Paul 2021 Jansen. <laughs> and I'm joined by I'm Blake Allen. I can't say 21 now. You got to. You're going to beat me to it. 21? <laughs> and this week's topic is uh, a little bit different. We're straying away from what our normal uh, uh, theme is. We're going to do best of 2020. Uh, we're going to give you guys um, one-offs, I guess, instead of top fives. Mm-hmm. Uh, some some uh, pop culture categories that uh, we enjoyed our favorites of the year and some of our least favorites of the year. Uh, and this is our mid-season premiere. Yeah. <laughs> so, because uh, we took took a little hiatus for the uh, break, which honestly, if we were smart, we probably should have gotten ahead over the break. But <laughs> no, we're lazy boys. <laughs> yeah. What do you What do you think this is? What do you think That's, this? It's called a break. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Everyone deserves a break, guys. We work real hard at this. <laughs> yeah. Like this isn't our full time job. No, it would be nice. <sighs> I'm not envious. Uh. Yeah, I'm super envious. I'm not even gonna. <laughs> I'm not even gonna play around. Uh, but yeah, so we decided just to have a. a, a this topic was pretty easy, um, and uh, maybe start a theme for us doing this every year. Um, I think everybody does year end list like this, but we are a list show, so it kind of fits our theme. So, yeah. So we actually. Uh, uh, that I, I cannot control that. <laughs> this is my first monster of the year. So. M- monster, it's not mine. I bought a ten pack and I've been <laughs> going to town. <sighs> Refreshing. Yep. Kidney stones. So, kidney stones. So yeah, we're gonna. Um, I don't know about you, man, but catching up. I, I've I had a good break. Had a good Christmas. Yeah, uh, I've, had, I've had a decent Christmas. Yep. Um, done a whole lot of nothing. I've done some drawing, uh, and I've done some gaming. That's I've done a lot of gaming. I have now also a Series S. Yes, I know you do. So, uh, welcome to the dark side. Yeah, I got everything now. I got you Nintendo, got Xbox. I'm a I'm a video game guy. Yeah. Uh, I do I do like the ease of the Game Pass. I will say this though, it does suck that I can't store anything on it. Yeah, uh, my fix for that, considering there's not a lot of X and S games out right now, my temporary fix is that uh, external. Yeah, I think <clears> I'm gonna uh, when the Stimmy hits. I think I'm gonna. When that stimmy, I'm gonna get the 200 one. I'm when gonna go ahead and stimulate us. I'm gonna go ahead and bite the bullet and get it. I thought about getting the one made for the X and S, but I'm gonna wait because I think I'm gonna get the X eventually. I say, yeah, I'm not. Yeah, so, so uh, but you're still gonna need storage for it too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And <laughs> what if it just lets you hook the Series S to it and use the Series S as external? Oh, dude, that'd be dope. <laughs> <laughs> I'll eventually get the PS5 because uh, I'm waiting on the Street Fighter announcement, but I don't. I think think it's gonna be for everything so yeah so uh and i don't want to have to buy an extra house just to store my ps5 <laughs> it's not that big right man <laughs> uh anywho so without further ado we're gonna go ahead and jump into our best and worst of 2020 and uh we're gonna kick it off with our we're gonna do best 
we're, we did okay so I'll just let everyone know the categories we've done uh, we're doing movies we separated them into live action and animated we're doing TV show we're separated those into live action and animated uh, we did worst of both of those categories we're doing video games uh, best and worst and then we're going to uh, do a, another little segment at the end and we're also doing best podcast of 2020 so um, without further ado we're going to go ahead and jump into our best movie live action of the year so um uh blake what is what was your best movie of 2020 live action all right let me look through my list uh, my best live action movie was a hulu original starring andy sandberg I knew it would be. you knew it didn't have many options but uh andy sandberg and uh uh Kristen, how do you pronounce this last name meliody uh Miliody? It's my uh, little the girl pony. From, uh, it's the girl from um, uh, How, How Many, Many Mother, Mother and yep. Death of 2020. Yep. But yeah, uh, this movie caught me off guard. It was a pick from Anya. Uh, she just said, hey, here's this movie. Do you want to watch it? I'm like, yes. I only like Andy Samberg and Hot Rod, and that's about it. And uh, Reno, or, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, not Reno Nine-One-One. But, uh, that's about all he's done, though. Yeah, that is all he's done. So, yeah. <laughs> so I guess I like Andy Samberg. Uh, so I was like, yeah, we'll watch it. And uh, it's basically just Groundhog Day. Yeah. I don't want to spoil it too much, because if you haven't watched it, watch it. It's like an hour and a half long. It's a quick watch. It's cute. Um, So I watched this on your recommendation as well, and it's on my runner-up. It, it made my runner-up list. Okay, uh, I love this movie too. Uh, it is it's Groundhog Day with a little bit of more of a sci-fi twist. Yes, and uh, modern comedy. Mm-hmm. Like uh, it's fantastic, and it shows Andy Samberg's acting chops. Um, uh, it's it, it, it was supposed a surprise hit for me. Like uh, I don't think it got enough love or play that it, it did uh, not. Th- that, I did not see a lot of people talk about it, which is. It's because uh, those Hulu original movies, most of them are pretty that bad. Is, that is true. They're pretty bad. That is true. So if this would have been on Amazon or Netflix, I think it would have been a totally different story. Well, that's why when Anya picked it, I'm like, oh, it felt like a cheap, straight to VHS type movie. Yeah. <laughs> even though I had no context of what it even was. You're just like a Hulu original movie. Uh, okay. Because all they do is those cheap horror films. Yeah. And I was just I was like, like, all right. And then I loved it. Banger. Banger. It's a banger. Yeah. Uh, so... Uh, yeah, I yeah, I, I back that. I love this movie. It did, it, it did make my bet uh, number one, but it it is uh, on my runner up list. I really enjoyed this. Both me and Steph did. Like I said, I'm glad you recommended it to me because, mm-hmm. it, like I said, it was a surprise, man. It was a breath of fresh air in a year that we needed it. It was a good, fun movie. When did this movie come out? I wrote the date down. I wrote the month down. Excuse me. Excuse me. I it came out in July, so that was a perfect time. Yeah. Summer needed it. Yeah, I probably should have wrote more dates down. Uh, exactly. I didn't dates, write a lot down, so don't yeah, be. So I, <laughs> I didn't because I, I had figured, so many. And this, this, all this stuff happened this year. This should, year, so should yeah. just be you know. And so, people who do want to watch that movie, it is a Hulu original, so it is on Hulu. You can mm-hmm. still watch it. I recommend it highly. I highly. It's uh, like I said, it's a feel good movie. Mm-hmm. It, you're not going to be depressed when you're done with it. It's uh, and it's just going to give you warm feelings, and it's funny. It's got uh, J.K. Simmons in it, is that, in it as well, who's fantastic. So, um, yeah, couldn't recommend that movie enough, too. Well, speaking of Andy Samberg as well, uh, I went, we watched Hot Rod. Anya watched it for the first time. Yeah. She just, hated it. <laughs> she had no reactions. Uh, that, like, this is what my whole personality is based, based off on. of this whole movie. You know, what, you know what's crazy to me is surprisingly, Steph likes that movie. Okay. Yeah, which, you know, because it gets like, I'll show her all this humor that we listen to, and she's like, this is dumb. This, but she loves Hot Rod. Yeah. I think she just weird. likes Andy Sandberg. She likes Lonely Island and stuff, too. Andy's so. very attractive. Uh, I mean, I guess. 
Fear that sort of thing. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm not. My wife is. There you go. There you go. Uh, do you have any runner up, runners up, or you want to do runners up second after we name our best? I don't have any. You don't have any for this one. Okay. <laughs> so I only got a run of uh, some runner ups for like a few of them. Okay. Yeah. Uh, fair enough. So uh, again, your best movie of live action of 2020 was Palm Springs. Cool. Palm Springs on Hulu. On Hulu. So uh, I had. Uh, uh, this was hard for me, the live action, because you know I watch a lot of movies, mm-hmm. a lot of movies. You do be watching stuff, and I usually try to watch a lot of the Oscar stuff too. Which you know we watched um, Promising Young Woman last night, which was really good. It didn't make my year in list, but uh, uh, just for those who haven't seen that yet, that's going to be one of those. It's going to be uh, Carrie. Uh, what's her name? Carrie uh, Mulligan, I think her last name is. But Carrie she, Underwood. Carrie Underwood. But anyway, it's <laughs> it's fantastic, like revenge type story, but it's much more realistic. It's fantastic. But anyway, that's not my best movie live action of 2020. That sounded like it was. Uh, you sure? Yeah, all right. My best movie uh, live action of 2020, um, honestly, like, only got okay critical reviews, which I'm kind of surprised. But uh, it was a Netflix original, and that is uh, The Devil All the Time, uh, which stars uh, Spider-Man, Batman, uh, Winter Soldier. <laughs> so, uh, uh, there was somebody else. There's, uh, there's one more. Um God, there's a whole but oh yeah. alice from alice in wonderland's in it uh but anyway it's uh a period piece set in the 50s or so something like that yeah but um without giving too much away like it's just it's like, there's like two or three storylines that kind of overlap about um these people set in the 50s in the south and i don't like i don't know how oh, to, i know who else was in it paul dano paul dano the riddler yep the riddler that's the riddler. what it was so um is Paul Dano in it? I don't know. No, I think I'm making that up. No, Paul Dano's not in He's it. He's not. Who was the guy I'm thinking of? The uh, the guy from Terminator uh, is in I'm it. I'm thinking of Batman. Robert Pattinson. Batman. Yeah, I'm thinking of Batman. Robert Pattinson, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, who plays me. a very creepy southern yes. preacher. In and it. for some reason in my head, I was picturing Paul Dano doing that. This is a, it's a very dark movie. It's a very warm, fu- like, no, huh? no, 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 it's not that. It's very, very dark, and... Um, it's uh like a suspense drama i guess you would sum it up it's just about like the lives of these people in the south and how all their lives intertwine and there's murder involved and mm-hmm. uh it's just it's a really really well done movie it's sad as hell but uh it's just if you're looking for a really high quality movie and some really good acting there's a ton Great of great acting yeah I, I don't know i, I think I don't know why critics didn't like it as much as I thought they probably would, but I thought it was fantastic, and that's it. It is my best live action movie of 2020, it, as far as like all uh, a close, close second is Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, which uh, we watched last week. It was um, it's Chadwick Boseman's last movie, and it is phenomenal. I think he's going to win Best Actor for that movie, and, and deservedly so. He's really good in it. Um, it's loosely based on uh true story of the of the real uh woman the mother of the blues excuse me ma rainey uh played by viola davis who's fantastic in the movie as well and um it feels a little bit like a not tarantino but i guess in the way they do the dialogue because it's a lot of it's set around these like uh the the jazz band themselves like having all telling all these individual stories and stuff and it and then it then you have the overlapping of what's actually going on with a record in a recording session. It's fantastic. Um, it's, uh, it can be a little uncomfortable and it's sad too. Um, but, uh, 
it, it's a fantastic movie, but it, like it, it just missed out because I think uh, um, I think that I enjoyed Devil All Time just a little bit more, but um, you couldn't can't go wrong. That's also a Netflix original as well, Ma Rainey's Bike Bottom. So you can watch that on there. And then my other runner up is Palm Springs. Did uh, Stephanie enjoy the Devil? All yeah, the she time? did. Yeah, yeah she, she enjoyed. Anya, Anya wasn't too like big on it. Uh, yeah, she enjoyed it. She thought. Uh, I think her favorite movie of the year was The Trial of Chicago Seven. Oh, okay. uh, which was really good as well, which that's going to be nominated for uh, best movie, best film, I think too, but which was really good. But when it comes to like historical dramas like that, uh, and it's uh, so hard when people make those movies, not to make them to embellish, to make them more feel good type stories. And uh, they embellish a lot uh, of what really actually happened during that trial. And that's why I kind of like, it was, it was entertaining. You know, I, I enjoyed it, but I'm a history guy. So like, I want to see, I don't want to see uh, like spin on it. I want to see what actually happened. Mm-hmm. I want to see honesty, which is why documentaries are more my thing when I watch history. Yeah. So, but yeah, best movie live action of 2020 for me is the devil all the time. So I now, do love that movie, by the way. Yeah. It's good. I did really like it. Good movie. So uh, now we're going to move on to our best movie animated. Um, and of 2020, which I had, I have a few, uh, honorable mentions for this uh how about we alternate i'll go first this one and then we'll go back and forth okay sound good yeah i have a feeling our picks are gonna be the same they might be yeah well i got two but oh i'm talking about our best movie though oh okay you think so i could be wrong your runner-up might be my best movie okay um my best uh movie animated of 2020 is just came out and okay. it came out December 25th. Yeah. So it just barely made the cut, but it should have came out earlier in the year. So, but, uh, and you know, I'm glad I watched it because it wasn't originally going to be my pick, it, but after I watched it, it, it wasn't close. And my best movie animated of 2020 is Pixar's soul. That movie, uh, I, I wasn't ready for how deep it was going to be and how, like, I, I guess it really hit our generation, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, it it's a little more serious than I think I anticipated it because you know it's still got goofy, funny stuff, and but it was a little more serious than I anticipated it being, um, a little drier than I anticipated it being for being a Pixar movie, and I I loved it for it. I really really enjoyed this movie. Uh, and uh, stars Jamie Fox, Tina Fey, as a uh, a bunch of other uh like mid level stars in it as well as voice actors. But man, it is, um. You know, without giving too much away, it's about a, a guy who finally gets his break, passes away, and then tries to get back uh, from the afterlife into his body. And that's this this story about really discovering what living really is all about. And uh, it's just it's a beautiful story. It's really well done. Uh, classic Disney Pixar ha- style it has a happy ending. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, and. Uh, I didn't but, think it was going to. No, for a second I didn't either. I thought it was <laughs> well, going to Pixar gut punch us for a yeah. second, and uh, but I don't want to spoil too much because it just came out, mm-hmm. so people still need a chance. It's on Disney Plus, and so uh, everybody has that. Yeah. unless you only get it during Mandalorian, but you should still have it then because it's the same month. That's so, true. That's true. So uh, yeah, definitely pick it up or watch it. Find out, find out, whatever you need to do to watch it. Buy it, purchase it, get Disney Plus. It is fantastic and it uh it surprised me on how good i, I knew it was going to be good it's disney and pixar but i didn't respond i didn't expect it to be that good mm-hmm. uh, um but uh my uh r- runners up do you want to save runners up after, after you say your best yeah one? we'll save okay. runners up okay okay 
So mine? Yeah, what's your best animated? Okay, well, if you would have asked me earlier in the year, it probably would have been your runner-up, but uh, mine is also Soul. There you go. And I don't feel like it's because it's fresh in my mind. I, I feel like because uh, because it made me feel feelings. And I don't often feel those watching things anymore. The older I get, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah, it made me feel some stuff. Well, you know, I'm a sentimental bitch. So yeah, I, you I, are. I, yeah. I, I get feelings Well, you know, once too I, easy. when I watch something that gives me feelings, I'm like, well, this has to be my favorite thing because it touched me. Well, there you go. And yeah. you don't get touched easily. I don't get touched easily. Not these days. But... <laughs> Uh, anyways yeah i love this movie and uh it's beautiful oh the music absolutely. everything the uh soundtrack man the soundtrack the uh the way those things they're drawn the line art yeah just single line art but you're an art guy so that's fantastic so you know who does the score of this movie right uh well it's, i found out that it's trent trent reznor and atticus reznor. ross it's nine inch and nails. i wish i would have known that while i was watching it because i wasn't paying attention <laughs> yeah so that's cool too and also a bigger thing too is all the jazz parts are written by john batiste okay so who's a, a big jazz guy so like they went out and which i had no idea trent reznor john batiste doesn't surprise me i knew it was a jazz movie but like th- to go out and get like two guys who really only do david fincher movies nine inch nails to do a pixar movie yeah, that is wild strange it's wild but I mean, it's if, unique. Yeah, all the music felt very in place. Mm-hmm. I could see it now, though, when you, when they're in the in between whatever world. I can't remember what it was called. I'm about to go watch it again just for that. Yeah, can you, can you, I can I can hear it now. Going okay, yeah, that sounds like uh, uh, electronic type mm-hmm. stuff. So that makes sense. But yeah, this also my number one because this was a family night movie, and uh, my son's kind of picky about movies. Mm-hmm. He's really particular, but uh, he was into this one. A hundred percent all the way through. So yeah, our, uh, Penny kind of got off of it a little bit just because of the, it's the seriousness, but um, but Milo was way into it. I think just my son's a sad boy, so yeah, he related. <laughs> so yeah, it's highly recommended. This is on Disney Plus. So we're gonna give you our runners up now. Yeah, I'll give you a runner up. Uh, so uh, my runner up for best animated were two of them. Okay, other one is the other Disney Pixar release, Onward. Uh, and then a, an anime film called Weathering With You, which Weathering With You was my pick until I saw Soul. And I was going to, uh, I, I meant to watch Wolf Walkers, but I never got around to seeing it. It came out this year as well, which is, it's from the same director and animator who did Secret of Kells and Song of the Sea, which I love. And, I'm, and I have a feeling Wolf Walkers might have made my number one if I would have watched it just because I love those other two films, but I just never got around to watching it yet. I am going to watch it. It just didn't, unfortunately, I didn't watch it in time. That's on me. So my runners I'm up are onward. And, huh? I'm upset with you. Why? Not watching things. I know. That's right? not like you. That's not like me. <laughs> Video games, man. They took me over when I got that Xbox, man. <laughs> Procrastinating is my thing. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I love doing that. All right, so uh, my runner up is also onward. Um, Dig? Not, that sounded like him, right? That was. That sounded like Diglett. But anyways, <laughs> uh, yeah, onward. Uh, like I said, if you would have asked me earlier before Soul came out, that would have been it. That also would have made it in my top five Pixar movies if it came out before that list. But uh, yeah, I do love that movie. Well, onward, yeah, you know me having lost my dad. Yeah, it probably hits you harder. It hit me a little too hard. Yeah, and I uh, that movie came out in March. It was the last movie I saw before quarantine in theater. And uh, that's the one I would have would have saw. Yeah, but. I think you were planning to go see it mm-hmm. the week it shut down. And then so I got I was fortunate enough to go see it and. Uh, 
I think that's why we did the Pixar list at that time. Because that the is, movie came out. it is. Yep. So, uh, it, uh, yeah, that movie hit me hard. A bit, uh, and I, I, without giving anything away, it just, I like how they addressed, uh, the, it wasn't as obvious the ending as it would, have, uh, you think it would be, but anyway, that's not our best. So we don't want to dive into that's it, true. That's true. <laughs> but, uh, once again, both of our best animated movie of 2020s soul. soul. So, uh, Soul Goodman. So now we're going to have some fun here. We're going to give you guys our worst movie of 2020. 2020. All right. Um, Blake, I'm going to let you go first this time. You want to take a guess? Of your worst movie of 2020? Yes. What movie made me so mad that I even wasted my time watching it? Uh, I don't know. I'm trying to think. I'll give you another hint. Mark Don also didn't like it. Oh, I don't remember the name of the movie, but I know what you're talking about. Because I didn't watch it. Uh, is it... Uh, I can't it has a like a regular sentence. Yeah, it's, name. I'm thinking of ending things. Yes, okay, there you go. It is a Netflix original starring uh, uh, Jesse Buckley. I don't know her from anything. Okay, and Jesse Plemons, which is Todd from Breaking Bad. Right. And uh, who is this movie by? I could look that up. He what what else do you do? That's why we were excited about it. Uh, oh, Charlie uh, uh, Charlie Kaufman. Kaufman. Uh, so yeah, really hype. I'm like, oh, this is gonna be a weird movie. It's gonna look cool. It's um, isn't it the guy who did uh, the? He wrote Eternal Sunshine. He, he didn't direct wrote, it. Okay. Michelle Gondry directed okay. it. He wrote Synecdoche, New York, which is equally as weird. Okay, well, that's the thing about this movie is it was weird, but not in a good way. Yeah, right, right. The, it was like four total scenes for this. I don't care if I spoil it because <laughs> it's trash. It's trash. Yeah, <laughs> it got good reviews. I'm like, <laughs> why? Uh, nothing happened it, stuff like that people uh, there, there's a level of pretentiousness when it comes to stuff like God, that, that just, and yes if you like this movie you're lying <laughs> you are lying to yourself and you're just trying to be cool and it's just pointless and i wasted 14 hours of my life watching that movie and i can't <laughs> get it back and that's really to me the worst thing that happened to me in 2020 was having to sit through watching that movie, that movie. i don't give a crap how many good reviews and how many people praise it because my good buddy, Mark Don, knows a little bit about movies, and he said it was trash. And I'll take his word over everybody's. There you go. And you don't need to watch it. You don't need to waste no, your time. Once I got two negative reviews from people's opinions. It was worse than Hereditary, so, which is also another movie that people love that uh, makes we did. no sense. Yeah, that's a consensus we don't care for either, too. So, um, It's the scariest movie. Um, It's scary how long I sat in that theater and watched it without leaving. It's scary bad. Yeah. Uh, so... Your worst movie of 2020, again, is... I'm thinking of ending things, and I really should have ended that movie when the first car scene (laughs) was two hours long by itself. (laughs) So, my worst movie of 2020, you probably know what this is. Well, maybe. Speaking of Mark Don, this is his boy. Oh, Uh, okay. Okay, uh, I was thinking of something else. The movie I'm going to mention comes from a director who has a very good track record of making phenomenal movies this is not one of them this movie is trash and this is probably gonna ruffle some feathers because people love this director and probably they may have seen this movie and liked it my worst movie of 2020 is tenant so i know like they're obviously like I, i watched movies like bloodshot this year and stuff like that those movies are supposed to be bad. You, you, you go, you know what I mean? Like you go into those movies going, I know this is terrible, but you know, Christopher Nolan makes Oscar level films and this is not one of them. This movie was 
so boring. You have no reason to care about any of the characters at all. They don't even give the main character a name. He's he's the protagonist. Mm-hmm. Like I don't un, I don't get it. I was excited for this movie just because it's Nolan. Yeah. But at the same time, the trailer showed me nothing. Yeah. You know what else shows you nothing? The, the movie. movie. That's crazy. Like it. The, <laughs> The whole time, me and Steph are looking at each other, going, "What the fuck is going on?" Like, and it's not like like it's like it's so smart, it's hard to follow. It's that it has like ten different stories going on at the same time, and it's just like they're trying to sell you on all this these beautiful shots and all the weird like time going back and stuff like that. But it's it's so smart, it outsmarts itself, and it's a very pretentious film it's christopher nolan going look how smart i am as a director that i can do all this minds you know mind fuckery and and he does it so much that you're like i'm bored of tears Mm -hmm. and the movie's two and a half hours long and we got i think an hour and 45 minutes into the movie and i had to turn it off i was so bored i was like i i I don't care what happens like because there's no reason to care about any of these characters and he uh, Christopher Nolan usually does a big twist in the end, so I ended up looking up what happens in the end of the movie because just to because it's easier to take five minutes and look on Wikipedia, mm-hmm. which is what I did, and I saw the quote unquote twist ending. I went glad I didn't waste another forty five minutes on that bullshit because it wasn't even a twist. It's like okay, why should I care about this? They never give you a reason to care about that. Like like I said, they don't take the time to even name the fucking main character. Like so like. When you watch a movie, especially something that has a suspense drama element to it, you have to be invested in the characters. And there's no reason to be at all. And they don't give you one in the end either. Uh, it's out now, right? Uh, yeah, it's on DVD and stuff, right? Uh, there's no way to stream it yet, you, but you can buy rent the digital it. or the you rent it, whatever. I'll, I still want to watch it just because... Uh, you mean, you've seen everything else he's done, right? Yeah. I, it's disappointing because I really like Christopher Nolan and I really like everything he's done. And, but... You know I me. Mean? I'll be honest and tell you if somebody does something bad. This is his worst movie, and it's not close. And uh, and honestly, it's getting fairly middling to average reviews. It's like very, which are low for him. I think it's like sixty something percent last time I looked. Um, I did have a few runner runners up on this one as well. I know one. Uh, well, one of them was Bloodshot. It movie's terrible. Uh, the other one was Wonder Woman 84. That's what I assume. Uh, uh, We've yet to watch it because I'm just, when you told me that it's two and a half hours long. Two hours and 32 minutes. I went, you know, I don't need to. It's an hour, <laughs> it's an hour too long, man. It's disappointing because the first one was good. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it's not one of those things where it's like about like, you know, cause I'm very pro superhero in movies. I, and I, the re- one of the reasons I don't like it is because they how they treated her and made her again dependent on a character that they killed off in the first fucking movie. Like it makes no sense. So this does this. So this movie doesn't explain anything. It just happens. No, it explains it. But oh, when, okay. when it explains it, you're gonna go. When you watch it, we'll talk about it because there's also an uncomfortable uh, subject of consent in this movie that they don't address, um, which Patty Jenkins has addressed since the movie came out. But it's uh, I I just. It's a mess, man. The movie is a big, big mess, and it's disappointing. I don't know whether it was the studio got their hands on it or what happened uh, in the process of it being being delayed so long. Maybe it got some changes. I don't know. Uh, maybe we'll get a Snyder cut of this. As well. well, you know, I was, like it's just weird to me that a DC movie is not good. You know? Yeah, it's 
Well, the first one was good. Yeah, and, I, did, I did like the first one, even though the ending kind of came out of yeah, no left way. field. Yeah. They, I, I do know this. They fast-tracked Wonder Woman 3 because I think they're trying to get the taste of this one out. Because this one is pretty widely panned. It's mm-hmm. I think it's rotten now, officially, uh, on Rotten Tomatoes. And I know a lot of the fans really don't like it. Um for whatever reason, if you have invalid reasons, well, what like do the, you? What is what is your opinion on how Cheetah looks now that you've seen it? It's bad, bro. I haven't seen her. It's I just saw really that one bad. little clip. So. It's really bad. She's one of the highlights of the movie. Um, her portrayal before she turns into the Cheetah mm-hmm. is pretty good. Um, uh, I love Pablo Pascal, uh, but what they the way they wrote Max Lord, he's in it. Yeah, he plays Max Lord. I don't know. That. Yeah, so uh, it's uh not great and uh, the way that it's just it's, it's lazy the movie feels really lazy the cg is terrible uh what they do to wonder woman's character they just i hate how de- to dependent they keep making her she's the strongest most independent badass female character in all of comic books and they keep making her dependent on a on steve trevor's character and and they're uh, that may not be what they're trying to do but that's how it comes off and it sucks Anyway, that's not my worst. Well, one, one more question. Uh, it's called Wonder Woman 84, which, you know, because it's set in 1984, right? Right. Do they do a lot of, like, 80s-style themes? There's no 80s music in the movie. Oh, because, you know, when they first showed it, that's what it really was, like, leaning towards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of people are complaining about that, too. You said a movie in the 80s, there's no 80s music. There's really oh, not a whole lot is... of 80s aesthetic. They don't do any, like, 80s pop culture references, really. I just don't know if I'm ever going to watch this. Yeah, it may... I still haven't watched the last... Uh... Not Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. Uh, uh, Birds of Prey. Birds of Prey. Yeah, Birds of Prey was better than this. At least Birds of Prey is entertaining. Uh, like it, it had entertaining elements to it. This this movie, it's a train wreck, man. And I think it's too because of the hype of the first movie. Mm-hmm. You would think that this one just kind of pick up where it left off, and it just is a swing and a miss. So the sooner they can walk, rinse their mouths out and get a new, uh, get that taste out and get something new going, the better. Because that it was. And, you know, I was talking to, uh, I think I was talking to Dusty about this. It's like, uh, I think they'd be better suited to DC start sticking more to their side characters. Because that's the ones that seem to be hits and that seem to be really well done. Like the Shazam movies and like all these little side, like they're going to be doing Black Adam and they're leaning kind of heavy into Justice League Dark, the TV stuff. Doom Patrol is fantastic. So like a lot of stuff like that those characters are more interesting. I think it's because they've played out all these other characters that people want to invest in something new. Mm-hmm. And, you know, cause it worked for Marvel too, the Ant-Man and Dr. Strange, all these little guardians, side- guardians. Exactly. No one even knew who they were. Mm-mm. So I think DC would be smart to start doing stuff like that as well. So, um, I guess you could say this was a tie wonder woman 84 and tenant, but I really hated tenant more. At least wonder woman 84 had some entertaining elements to it. It's just too long. Honestly, if you cut it and cut an hour of that movie out, it'd be okay. Uh, but there's still, it still wouldn't be a good movie, but it'd be watchable. It's too long to be as bad as it is. It can't be that long. Mm-hmm. So, um, that's, that's what, uh, it's just, I could talk too long about them. I was just well, upset. Cause I wanted it to be good. I, yeah, I did too. I was excited about it. Cause the last, <clears throat> Sorry, the last trailer before, or the one they announced it being on HBO on uh, Christmas, looked pretty good. Yeah, it looked good. And uh, but oh, well. uh, I would have a runner-up because I know there was a movie. Because remember during the time of when uh, I'm thinking of anything that came out, me and Anya were on a streak of just terrible stuff. Yeah, there was one more movie we watched, but I couldn't, I can't remember it, and I didn't want to go through the list of all the movies that came out in 2020. But can you remember what it was? 
Do you know what happened in it? No. You I just f- remember hating another movie. I don't know. I didn't hate it as much as I'm thinking of ending things, because that one literally just made me mad. But <laughs> I know there was one more, and I want to say it was like a Netflix original or something, but uh, I don't remember. I can't remember. Only one I remember you talking really, really bad about is that one. I came to work mad on that one. Yeah, you did. Because <laughs> y'all, y'all haven't watched it yet. I'm like, yeah, you were I mad just, at Mark Don for making you watch it. <laughs> uh, all right, so I, I figured we ended up focusing on our worst way longer than we would our best. Yeah. It's usually kind of how it works. <laughs> so uh, it's easier to rant than it is to praise, I guess. That's true. So we're going to move on to TV now. So I guess I'm going to go first on this one, right? Mm-hmm. So we're going to do best TV show live action. That's the first one we're going to do. So uh, this one was, you probably know this one. This was fairly easy for me. I wanted to act like some other stuff was, TV was strong this year. TV was real strong this year. TV was strong, yes. Um, so this was a little more difficult than I thought it would be. But in the end, if I'm just honest with myself, it my my best live action of 2020 TV show is Mandalorian season two. I, I just, I, I'm a star Wars boy and that is just quintessential star Wars. And it's just, so, uh, I just, and if you are a star Wars boy, that season was, that season was for y'all. Yeah. That season was 10 out of 10 for, for us. Yeah. It, it was, and, and for honestly for new people too, oh, I yeah, think that's what made me it me being so- a casual. I, that, that's, this is one of the shows where it's like I wasn't waiting till the next day. Yeah. I was watching it Friday night. You had to. Yeah. Uh, also, spoilers, too. People are spoiling stuff. So, so. Can't get on anything. Can't Nuh-uh. log on to Nuh-uh. MySpace. Remember and- how bad I wanted to watch that finale? <laughs> I was like antsy all day long. And you know what? I didn't want you to watch it. You know, I'm like, no, wait till you get home because I didn't want you to see it before me. <laughs> but we both could have watched it because Anya didn't even watch the last episode. Yeah. I, I am glad I enjoyed it with Yeah with milo because the uh, i don't want to say anything that happens because it just ended and it's uh it's one of those things that's one of those uh fan bases we don't want to but most people that are listening to us have watched mandalorian mm. right now but if you haven't get on mandalorian season two uh it's just fantastic what david filoni and john favreau are doing for the star wars franchise right now and robert rodriguez is in on it and i i I can't stress. I want to rewatch it immediately. Like I don't. Uh, when it comes to like fantasy and stuff like that, I don't rewatch a lot of TV shows. Sitcoms are the only thing you can really rewatch because jokes are funny. Mm-hmm. But I want to rewatch it. Like I just love it. Um. So yeah, this like it. And I, you know, I knew it was going to be my number one before I even watched it, just because I'm biased. But it ended up actually backing it up. Um. I do have a lot of runners up, but I'll get to those. I have to. Uh. After you do your best of live action. So, once again, my best live-action TV show of 2020 is Mandalorian Season 2. All right. Uh, well, my best of comes at no surprise because this is also a, a show that made me feel things and made me uh, cry in front of my wife. I know what it is. Uh, what is it? It's a Tales from the Loop. It's Tales from the Loop. Yep. Uh, I love this. This is another one too that Ani was like, "Hey, this show looks pretty good." And I went, uh, "Okay." And then I looked at the preview. I'm like, "I only recognize the guy from Game of Thrones, the old guy." He, guy from Game of Thrones. He's in Game of Thrones. I can't remember his character in Game of Thrones because there's four million characters. But uh, I have to go back and look at the cast again. So I was like, "Uh, all right." And then uh, once we started watching, I'm like, "Oh, this is like, uh, you know, like '60s and '70s with." Uh, technology yeah so already i was just visually pleased well it's but, based on art yeah like, and, it's based, this- and it's based on an art book and uh now a game which yeah. i kind of want to play the board game yeah, yeah. I, I do want to play too but uh yeah we watched all eight episodes and when it came to that last episode 
Huh. It was a straight gut punch. And uh, that's the first time I've cried over like a TV show in a long time. I swear. <laughs> uh, little dogs, man. Man, little dogs. Um, and this, I love the show so much. I bought the book. Yeah, I don't do. do. I don't buy books. Yeah, he doesn't do books. I do not do books. It's picture books. It's but, pic- it is a huge picture book. Not a lot of words. <laughs> um, I uh, also love the show, and I watched it on your recommendation. Uh, and it's yeah, phenomenal. And uh, spoiler, it's on my runner-up list. Okay. Uh, this show was incredible. Amazon Man Originals are. That's when I, you know, Undone was the first. No, 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 not Undone. Undone. Forever was the first one. I was like, okay. These originals, all right, and then Undone got me. Yeah, so yeah, I back it. I back them. The, uh, boy, the boys, come on. I must say, uh, my runner-up list: three of the four are Amazon, Amazon originals. So, um, yeah, uh, just real quick, my Tales from Loop did make my runners up. Um, uh, it for those who don't know what it's it's on Amazon original. It's eight episodes mm-hmm. based on this artwork, and it's very uh, every episode is kind of a standalone, but they all tie together with the same characters based around this town. Yes, and uh, it is incredible, and it is gut wrenching. It has individual dire- directors in each episode, so some of them feel like melancholy, some are fun, some are supposed to be a little scary. So, like so, it's uh, it's just incredible, and it takes you through all these ups and downs and all these different feelings and all these it's it's incredible and it's a pretty quick watch mm-hmm. um the episodes are only like what i think it might be like 45 minutes long. Like that. i think we i think we knocked it out in a day so uh it took us a couple of days but yeah we uh i loved it my the boys season two mm-hmm. is on there utopia which is also an amazon original and then doom patrol season two is uh which is on hbo max are all my runners up um but like I said, I watched a lot of TV this year, mm-hmm. and there were a lot of really good shows. Um, those were my runners up. But uh, what are you? What runners up do you? Have? The Boys, The clearly. Boys season two. Uh, this so good. Yeah. Uh, and another one is Raised by Wolves. Oh yeah, I forgot about Raised by Wolves. I really that, did like that. Yeah, that was really good. It uh, it checked off everything I want in a sci-fi. Yeah, it's wild. Mm. It's definitely wild. It's original, man. It's so hard to do an original idea, especially in sci-fi anymore. Just because every everything's been touched on, and it just leave it to Ridley Scott to be weird as hell. Mm-hmm. So, and mullets everywhere, everywhere, everywhere mullets, everywhere mullets. Ridley Scotchin. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Uh, I love that show. So yeah, and I need more. You need and it, and I hope we get it. Uh, I think we are. I think we're gonna get it. Um. So once again, what was your best TV show live action 2020? My best is Tales from the Loop. Tales from the Loop, and mine was Mandalorian season two. All right, so. Uh, what is your best TV show animated? Best TV show animated. Okay, this is the one I had to cheat on because I looked at all the uh, cartoons that came out this year and I watched none of them. So yeah, you did. Which one? You're gonna you watched my best of. I know you did. Go ahead. Go ahead. Get, t- tell me yours. Okay, we'll we'll I'm gonna say Thundercats Roar because I'm. It came out this year. It did. Yeah. But I haven't watched it. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> because I'm waiting on it to come to HBO Max. Right. Okay, okay, okay. And it's probably going to be bad, but I'm so stoked about it, I'm not going to admit it. 
Okay. So mine's a little bit of a cheat as well. Okay. Because it's not technically a series. It's a... Uh, it's uh, It's based on a series. It's based on a series. Okay. So mine's a little bit of a cheat too, but it was too good not to mention. My my best TV show of anim- uh, animated of 2020 is Adventure Time Distant Lands. Okay. Which there were technically two episodes of this year. The one I really want to focus on is the BMO though. And okay. that one isn't... I love both of them. Uh, uh, Obsidian. I, still, I haven't seen the last one because my wife, we took a break again because watching this will be like my 10th time going through that series because of my son it's sometimes you got to just stop for a while and it's a little much too yeah um but yeah so technically there were two episodes of it this year um so distant lands is is mine it was because there wasn't a whole lot of new animated stuff this year uh a lot of stuff kept going and Mm -hmm. i'm not into some of those shows um i think steven universe future ended this year and about future it's kind of just a prologue or epilogue rather. So it's just like, it was okay. Um, but if the event to both these adventure time specials were just fantastic. And the I'm BMO not, was really good. Like I said, I can't speak on the last one. Yeah. And I don't want to say anything about mm. the last one. Cause you haven't There's watched gonna be it. Four of them, right? Yes. The next one is about peppermint Butler. Yeah. So we got plenty of time to catch up. Yeah. I mean, so probably, we're probably going to have a lockdown again this year. So yeah, there's a good chance. <laughs> so those are our best, TV shows animated of 2020. Oh, another reason I chose Thunder Roar, uh, or Thundercats Roar, is because it makes, uh, makes them neckbeards mad. Oh, yeah, it definitely does. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, like, canceled, right? Yeah, it got It's canceled. just got that one season. It's 52 episodes, yeah. Uh, well, that's all I need. So. Give them to me. Give them. Alrighty, then. So now we're going to do our worst TV show of 2020. This one was pretty easy for me. Uh, it's pretty, it wasn't, uh, it was easy. Okay, so whose turn is it? Mine. That sounds right. Right? Yeah, because I did Mandalorian, and, so, and then you did... Yes. So it's me. Okay. <laughs> We're professionals, guys. Uh, my worst TV show 2020 was something I was really excited about because I liked the original material that it was based on. Oh, we might have the same one. Uh, and then I got about halfway through it and uh, realized I don't like American Horror Story-based yep, stuff. We have the same one. My worst TV show of 2020 is Ratchet. Uh, that show is ratchet. It, it, <laughs> it I was so excited because I love when flew over the cuckoo's nest, and I was like, "Oh, this!" And the trailer looked really good. Now the aesthetics looked awesome. And we got to like episode two or three, and I said, "This is American Horror Story." It's mm-hmm. got the same cast and everything. I was like, "This is trash." I was like, "And it's trash TV." Like uh, it gets, it's like for like every single house mom like who just loves like. I just I hated it. Well, I hated okay, it so okay. much. Just like you, I was excited about it as well, and I wasn't even thinking about American Horror Story. So we watched first episode. Oh, this looks pretty nice. The colors, all of that stuff. First episode's not bad. Yeah, and um, this might be the first series. Me and Anya just both looked at each other around episode four and like, well, why are we watching this? Like, yeah. it's not the pretty parts over with. Where's the story? Yeah. Nothing's happening. Mm-hmm bad and this this might be the first series we just stopped watching and it started like you know where they started cutting off appendages and it's just like i said i was like what is because if you've ever seen one flew over the cuckoo's nest it's a uh a drama that's very cerebral and nurse ratchet's evil on that but she's not like Mm. it just makes no sense to do this with this character i I don't know i was uh it pissed me off like and i was just like this makes no sense and i was so excited for the show steph kind of liked it but she also likes american horror story so but she never went back and finished it either i've only seen like two seasons of american horror story yeah i'm not a fan i I, I did like asylum i liked hotel but uh it but we got 
I think we watched three episodes. I think she may have watched one more, and then she never finished. I think either. we got to four, and that's me and her both like just simultaneously just said, "Why are we exactly. still watching? This is just wasting our time." I told her after that got through like halfway through episode three, I said, "This is American Horror Story. I'm done with this." Yeah, we could be we could be watching uh, Halloween else. bacon shows. Exactly that was around that time. Yeah, I was I was done with it. I was like, I want to watch anything else other than this. I think we started watching it because we had finished the haunting show. Well, we started watching October because we wanted to watch some like Halloween stuff to get right. in the you know the spirit but instead we just started watching bacon shows that's just what we did this is what this is what y'all do uh my other i do have an honorable mention and it's one another show that i it I, look it just didn't get a lot of hype and it it's just kind of cheesy hellstrom uh which is the marvel movie on hulu or marvel show on hulu oh yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not terrible but it is what it is it's just not i couldn't finish it mm-hmm. I, was, I got like four or five episodes into it and i was like i can't do this I'm, i want to but i can't so uh but it's not nearly as bad as ratchet um but yeah, so both of our worst TV shows 2020 is Ratchet. So now we're going to move on to best video games. So this was fun, and we're both uh, big gamers. So the, uh, this is going to be you first here. So, uh, Blake, what is your best video game of 2020? <clears throat> All right. Uh, I had a little tough time with this, too, because there's not a lot of games that came out this year that I've played. Oh, okay. Uh, so um, mine is uh, that's a long name. Uh, it's Mobile Suit Gundam Extreme versus Maxi Busan. And that is on PlayStation <laughs> Four. Which is that is the only game I have played from this year. Well, besides my honorable mention, that is the only game that I've played that came out this year. Oh, okay. Besides one that I'm not going to mention because I haven't played it enough. Oh, Cyberpunk. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so um, you probably know what my best of is. I just finished it. Oh yeah, yeah, I know what it is. Uh, th- it, this one is considered one of the better games of the year. Uh. It, it's honestly probably moved into my top 10 all the time. I love this game, and I'm going to probably start a new game plus on it. Um, and that is uh, Ghost of Tsushima. This game is beautiful. It is uh, I guess, I guess it's a 60-hour game, and that's without even playing Legends mode, which is online. It You get every penny's worth. It is absolutely gorgeous, and it runs on 60, at full 60 frames on PS5. And I couldn't put it down. I could not stop playing it. And um, I was, re- you know, you play a really good game when you beat it, and you're bummed because mm-hmm. now you got to find something else that won't live up to it, whatever it is. And I think that's another reason why I wasn't really all that into Cyberpunk because it followed Ghost of Tsushima, and I was just like, <sighs> you know, because I played it late. I didn't play it when it came out in July. Mm-hmm. I put, pl- I, I just got it recently when I got my PS5. So, uh, yeah. It, this it was hands down. Once I got done with it, this is my, easily my uh, number one. I did play a lot of games that came out this year, though. Um, so, um, but nothing was going to top this. So, what? What's your runner up? Uh, don't have. Oh, my runner up. I, I didn't have one. <laughs> it, it's technically an old game, but this edition did come out this year, and that's uh, Street Fighter Five. Okay, okay. Yeah. My runner up is Miles Morales, uh, the Spider Man game. It just wasn't long enough. Uh, it 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 was really good game, and uh, it just. It's a ten-hour game, mm-hmm. and uh, it's, I can't, in good conscience, say it's. I probably could have beat that, or probably played nine hours over it and then put it down. Yeah, put it down. Yeah, that's just what I do. Yeah, uh, it's it's really fun. If you like the first Spider-Man on PlayStation Four, you're gonna like this game. It's the same game. It's just reskinned with a mm-hmm. different story. Uh, it's just like I said, not long enough. Should have been a DLC. Should have been like thirty bucks. But anyway, you look at it. It's a really good game. Uh, I do have Cyberpunk as well. I, I don't hate it. It's I just, don't hate it either. It's just not. It's, I, it's I don't. Just, um, I bought it because of the hype. I bought. It, I bought it because of you know. Uh, everybody got the it. hype. Yeah, everybody got it. Yeah, so. the hype. 
because I had no intention of buying this game until like a two months before it came out. Maybe a month. No, oh, same. You know what? I'll Mine was it. a week of. Yeah. I've, I, I pre-ordered like, you know it a week I'll of. I'll buy it. And see, I'm one of those that didn't buy a physical copy, so I got it forever. Oh, I bought the physical. Yeah. So I could I could turn it in if I want. I'm eventually going to play it. That's that's the way I feel too because all it's it is a single player and not a lot of people are talking about it so you can just pick it up at any time. Yeah, it's not I, like you buy an online game if you're not playing from day one. There's yeah, no I, point. And my thing is, I just started playing Jedi Fallen Order, which I'm almost done with it now. It's I was pretty thinking short about game. picking that up. It's fun. It looks like a quick. It's maybe twenty hours if that. Like if you it's don't, like a hack and slash basically. Y- yeah, and uh, and it has uh like Spider Man has like the skill tree where you can level mm-hmm. up certain skills and stuff like that, uh, but. Uh, if you just play linearly, it's probably 15 hours. Uh, but if you do a little bit extra and get a little bit extra in it, which is what I'm doing, I'm not doing it like I did, like say with Ghost or anything like that, um, because I want to be able to beat it and then delete it so I can have more room on my Xbox. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, I'm almost done with it. It's a ton of fun, man. And it, it, it it's canon. So it does uh, – and you see uh, Saul Guerrero from uh, Rogue One. Mm-hmm. He's a character in this. Uh, so, like, it ties a lot of stuff together. Well, I kind of want to ask, what, have you, you said you have beat it or you haven't? So, what's the Ian, or what's his real name? I don't remember. From Shameless? Do you think we'll see him? Oh, Cal Kestis, his character? I don't know. I haven't seen the end. Okay, that's why, yeah. That's yeah why, so, I don't know if it's I spoil. do know that they're rumored to see, uh, rumored, uh, they're rumored to make a sequel to it. So, uh, Fallen Order 2. So, I'm assuming his character survives it. Okay. But this is set. That is kind of cool, though. They based the game off of a real person. Right. Because if they need him in anything, there is. And this this game is, I'm trying to think when this game is set. So, it's before they get the plans to the Death Star. I, it's after the Purge. So, this is between three and six. Okay. So I think it's five years after the Purge. So, it's, I mean, between three and four. So it's between episode and three and four. So he would, if they were doing modern stuff, he probably would be dead by now because he's a human. So mm, it, okay. uh, uh, if he doesn't die between now and then, because he's, I want to say he's in his early 20s maybe at this point. So he'd probably 70, 80. He'd be like Obi-Wan age by the time Rise of Skywalker's out. So, but anyway, that didn't come out this year. So I don't know why we're talking about it. Yeah. So <laughs> my best video game of 2020 is Ghost of Tsushima and yours is? Uh the, Mobile, gu- the, gu- the Gundam, the Gundam, Gundam game. game. <laughs> the Gundam game. Okay. So uh, now we're going to do our worst video games of 2020. 2020. And, and so I'll go first on this one. This one is because when it comes to video games, I'm very selective. And I know I do research before I play them and stuff. And, you know, every now and then I'll buy one on hype or something that I'm really excited for. And this game's not terrible because I, I can't think of it. I don't think I played any really terrible video games this year. Um, it just it was disappointing and so much so i couldn't finish it and that is paper mario paper mario origami king it just was really redundant and i was really kind of excited for it and um honestly you know last half of the year nintendo after animal crossing it just kind of it's been almost 500 days since their last like official direct yeah like full direct yeah so it's they, they've been they need to come out they they, doing? they're waiting on that new system i think that's what it is so uh but yeah it, it that's my worst video game it's not a bad video game it's just uh it's a good entry level rpg for kids uh, but it's just if you're an adult you're gonna be real bored real quick mm-hmm. so what about you all right mine uh just came out last month uh and it's not the game's fault it's the console's fault that i bought it for and that's override too override 2 override 2 that's got ultraman in it oh that's okay for the switch yeah i bought it for the switch don't get it for the switch it's not good oh yeah and like i said it's not the game because i love the first override uh-huh. mech city brawl or whatever the 
subtitle or whatever. But uh, it's just a big robot fighting game. That's all it is. Mm-hmm. And uh, like I said, I love the first one. And uh, I got a Best Buy gift card for Christmas. So I didn't even know this one was out. Didn't know anything about it. And uh, I was like, ah, oh, cool. It's $40. Uh, Ultraman. Why not? Probably not. And I got it. And uh, it's not good on the Switch. <laughs> should have got it for the Xbox. Uh, yeah, I should have known better. Yep. So yeah, I want to check that out. I almost bought it on the PS5 recently, so I think I might still because I want to pick, I want to check it out. It was on sale on PlayStation recently. Yeah, I think like the first one was on sale immediately. Like I got it when it was free, the first one. Yeah, but uh, yeah, the like I said, I had I enjoy the first one. I I haven't played online. I just play with Atlas. Okay, so yeah. I don't know how serious people are about it. Probably not. Super. Probably not. Yeah. <laughs> um, right on. So the, our worst video games are Paper Mario, Origami King, Override Two Override for the two. Switch. Okay, and so now we're on to this is be our final category of best of 2020, um, and that's going to be best podcast. This is one we kind of added last minute because it makes sense to add it. Uh, I will say this: I'm about a caveat. Um, I, I don't include ones of people I know just because I like them and I don't want to feel seem biased because mm-hmm. I do like some podcasts of friends of ours and stuff like that. So um, don't feel slighted if you don't hear your name as best of 2020 so but because i do like your podcast i just don't want to do bias mm. so um uh, you, you see you went first last time so, so my no you didn't i did so what's your best podcast of 2020 uh it didn't come out in 2020 but no but it, this it's is still when going dis- this is when i discovered it and yes and it's ongoing and that is the office ladies okay so my best podcast of 2020 is also office ladies it we it's a podcast we needed this year mm-hmm. it made me feel good and it's still ongoing so it still counts um i'm uh you know i haven't listened because we've been at home and but uh apparently angelo got covid so yeah, we're gonna that. hear that and then you know the next podcast or so oh it's i'm behind, i'm way behind because i've been listening to books but uh, yeah it uh i finally just now started catching up on some of the christmas episodes of uh what a cartoon i listened to the south park one the other day um, wow, they did South Park. Yeah, the Christmas episode. Huh? They go pretty ham on it. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, but I'm, I haven't listened to the two before that. But the Garfield Christmas and Animaniacs. But yeah, uh, my my runner up would be What a Cartoon. Uh, I do really like. Oh it. yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, and Talking Simpsons. There you go. This is the same guys. <laughs> yeah, same guys. But Office Ladies is it's the podcast I needed this year, and uh, you got me started on it, and. Uh, it's just feel good. Jenna Fisher and Angela Kinsey who played Pam and Angela on office, just being cute moms talking about episodes of the office. And it's just, it's, it's a good time. Uh, I, one thing I will recommend, don't listen to 40 or 50 of them in a row because no. it, it can be a bit much after. A while. Yeah. Because the commercials get, the, it's the, the commercials. commercials will get to you. Yeah. Uh, but I almost like, like bought the stitcher to see if they just get rid of the commercials mm-hmm. <laughs> because it, it, they are a bit much, but yeah. So real quick, I'm going to go down my list one more time. So my best movie live action of 2020 is Devil All the Time. Best movie animated was Soul. Worst movie was Tenet. Best TV show live action, Mandalorian Season 2. Best TV show animated, Adventure Time Distant Lands. Worst TV show, Ratchet. Best video game, Ghost of Tsushima. Worst video game, Paper Mario Origami King. And best podcast is Office Ladies. All right. uh, Best live action is Palm Springs. Best animated is Soul. Uh, the worst movie is I'm Thinking of Ending Things. Uh, best TV show live action is Tales from the Loop. Best TV show animated is Thundercats Roar. 
worst TV show is uh, or yeah, excuse me, I'm doing mine out of order because I wrote it out of order. Anyway, worst TV show is uh, live action is Ratchet. Worst animated is oh, we didn't do worst animated, did we? No. Oh, I wrote one. What was your worst animated? Midnight Gospel. Oh yeah, that's ter- oh, that'd be mine too. It's <laughs> right. terrible. Okay, I was, I was like, how did my list get out of order? And that's why, because I wrote that. All right. Um, okay, best video game is uh, Mobile Suit Gundam Extreme versus Maxi Boost on on the PS4. Uh, worst <laughs> video game is Override Two for the Switch, and uh, the best podcast is Office Ladies. So normally this is a part of the show where we'll do honorable mentions and weekly recommendations, but we did our honorable mentions throughout the episode and our weekly recommendations are going to be a little different, a little tweak. We're going to do uh, just a most anticipated of 2021. 2021. Uh, So I, you know, I, I listed. I had some honorable mentions for these as well. Just because, uh, so I just have one for you. Yeah, because the hype is big. Well, for me. If, for one thing, you can't tell if these things are going to actually come out. Exactly that, especially with TV shows, because mm-hmm. movies. Because my TV show is is my ten- not tentative. Yeah. So we'll do. Uh, well, I'll let you go first on each one of these since I have basically a list. Okay. So <laughs> your most anticipated twenty twenty one. What's your most anticipated movie coming out this year? Most anticipated movie. And only because recently, because I've been diving into it, and that's Dune. Oh, yeah. I was only slightly excited. I'm like, oh, this trailer looks cool. But I didn't know what was going on. But now I've went back and watched the old movie, uh, and I've been watching a lot of videos on YouTube, and I just bought the graphic novel, and I'm just super stoked now about this movie. Right on. So stoked. So stoked. Dude, it looks good. Uh, my most anticipated movie of 2021 was Easy. I, I wrote this one down immediately. That's Ghostbusters Afterlife. Oh. <laughs> Dude, it, I forgot about that. It comes out June. I didn't. It comes out June 11th, and I cannot wait. And uh, like, it's one of those where like I'll probably buy the thirty dollar one just so I can make sure I get it. Dude, you know what? Let's just say everything goes good this year, right? Right. Because 2020 was so bad, uh-huh. 2021 as far as entertainment could be the best year ever. Well, yeah, because it's gonna be double loaded. It's gonna be that's packed. Sp- it's supposed to come out this year and last year. Yeah. My honorable mentions, uh, other movies I am hyped for. Dune uh, was the first one. I said Godzilla versus Kong. Uh, let's see. Oh, and Nightmare Alley, which is not people know about it, but it's Guillermo del Toro's new movie. Oh, okay. So you know, I'm a GDT stand, so I'm excited to see. It. It's got Bradley Cooper, and I can't remember who else is in it, but it, it's like a psychological thriller. So, um, and it's Guillermo del Toro, so I'm gonna be down. But my most anticipated is Ghostbusters Afterlife. I just it's. I do want to see it, even uh, though I'm not a huge Ghostbuster fan, but it did look pretty good. Yeah. So, all right. So, what's your most anticipated TV show of 2021? All right. This is the one because there, nothing's set in stone. Yeah, I had problems with it. Too. It was it was slated to come out early this year, but now they're saying maybe summer. Okay. And that's Better Call Saul. Okay. Yeah. The final. Which I'm assuming this is. A, I'm assuming it's the final season. They haven't announced it. But I don't right, think but they've we, officially announced it yet. But, but where they're at in the storyline, I don't know. Where what, they're at with Mike's age? Yeah. Yeah. That too. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's a good one. Uh, mine also is fairly obvious, and it only recently found out it was happening. So my most anticipated would it be a spoiler? No. Well, oh, it would be a spoiler. It would be a spoiler. I got a list of those. My most anticipated. Well, just no. Say it's all over the place. Well, saying this: if you don't like Star Wars spoilers, yeah, then stop, stop listening now. Yeah, because my most anticipated of 2021 TV show is the Book of Boba Fett. 
uh, uh, I'm ready. I am so ready. Uh, but I do, I do have a few honorable mentions on this one too. But my, I had a lot more, but a lot of them have tentative dates. That's why they they only mm-hmm. made my honorable mentions. I am excited about Wandavision. Well, I really do want to. I'm getting which more, is what like next next week? next Friday. Yeah. So I'm getting hyped for that. Uh, the Lord of the Rings show on Amazon Prime is supposed to come out this year, uh, and Stranger Things season four is supposed to come out this year. But those are both tentative because they're still filming them mm-hmm. so and there's a bunch of other shows like that all the marvel stuff i want to see and but i'm not super hyped hyped on them but i do want to see them. what if i'm hyped on but there are a lot of shows that are supposed to come out this year they're just which tv shows you never know they will usually wait till the last minute to give you dates on those so um we're definitely getting wandavision yeah that comes out next week so uh the book of boba fett though comes out in december and i'm stoked about it uh so your most anticipated video game of 2021 my most intent intent intention, uh, Gotham Knights. Okay, okay cool, cool, cool. Uh, cool, 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 those games aren't good with online modes, but uh, it's no. four players. Oh, it, it does look exciting. Yeah. Um, so, uh, to divulge on that, it's uh, it's in my honorable mentions. Okay. Gotham Knights is. Uh, it's yeah, like, I, uh, I I know I a hundred percent at Arkham Knight, which was the last one, but uh, I beat all of them. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm ex- I'm super excited. Arkham Knight's the only one I haven't played yet, but it's uh, it's free on yeah, everything. It's on Game Pass, and it's also on collection oh yeah yeah yeah. so it's good yeah I, no, I, I need the to only play the only issue i have with that game is they did put a lot of time in that tank yeah, too much driving and just not enough bosses so yeah i'll play it eventually i'll get around to it my most anticipated video game of 2021 is uh a game that i don't think most people are hyped on but it's just nostalgia for me is that's psychonauts too oh yeah uh, and uh it just recently got a huge financial backing and so a lot of the stuff that was cut out of the game is getting put back in the game which is i think why it got delayed to this year and i'm super excited about that game uh so um but it's like a, it's a fun cartoony platformer that came out originally on ps2 the first one did so uh honorable mentions are gotham knights uh breath of the wild 2 which is supposed to come out this year and uh god of war ragnarok now there are a lot of really good games that are supposed to come out this year but with video games i mean dates are always tentative mm-hmm. so uh, they could put it out and it looks like an xbox original game so they have to push it back yeah like halo <laughs> <laughs> not, yeah not saying any names but yeah. uh, the, and so and then there's that new game i can't remember the name of it, that's supposed to come out for ps5 it's their supposed to be their new title and it looks, I can't remember what it's called, but it's supposed to come out this year. There's a ton of really good games, but Psychonauts 2 is one I'm most excited for. That's a Sony exclusive? Psychonauts 2? Yeah. No, no, I think it's for everything. Oh, it's for everything? Okay. Yeah, I think so. Um, but, yeah, so once again, what's your most anticipated? Uh, for movie, it's uh, Dune. Dune. <laughs> uh, TV show, it's uh, Better Call Saul. Yeah. And game, it's Gotham Knights. Okay. My movies is Ghostbusters Afterlife. TV show is Book of Boba Fett. And video game is Psychonauts 2. Psychonauts. Psychonauts 2. So uh, we're hoping for a uh, better 2021, guys. Uh, it's, a, uh, you know. Like I said, if these movies are going to come out, it's going to be a slammed year. Yeah. it's And also, you know, look. 
the virus is still here. Mm-hmm. Uh, things are still weird. The, the calendar didn't change much. But look, we have some stuff to look forward to this year, hopefully. And uh, that's what we're just kind of trying to do when we did the most anticipated. Mm-hmm. Uh, and with the best of 2020 show, there was some stuff that was fun last year <laughs> uh, for what it was worth, uh, even though the year as a whole sucked for everyone. Um, but like I said, we're looking forward. We're looking, uh, hoping for some uh, optimism, I guess you could say. Uh, and we got, uh, we, uh, we're going to have hopefully some fun episodes and versus episodes this year. Um, you guys are going to have to be patient with us uh, and over the next couple of months uh, with um, these podcasts. Hopefully we'll be able to pump them out pretty good though now that Atlas is attending school again. Mm-hmm. So we should be able to get back to a regular schedule like we used to. Um, That's but, for now. For now. Yeah, exactly. So who knows what the world brings us. So like I said, we are dads and we work full time. So we will try to keep getting you episodes every week. There's no promises. Uh, our schedules are complicated. So, And but, if these shows and these movies come out this year, boy, you're going to be busy because yeah, I don't watch a lot of stuff. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, we'll have a lot more list options and stuff too. That's true. So, um, but yeah, man. Uh, so we're hoping for a good year. Uh, once again, uh, I am one of your hosts, Paul Jansen, and uh, you can find our podcast uh, uh, on every streaming outlet. We also have a website, which is objectivelysubjectivepodcast.com. It has all of our social media on there, our Twitter, our Instagram, and our Facebook and all that stuff. Go follow it. We do have merch on there. Um, we have t-shirts, and we have... Uh, koozies and stuff feel free to purchase any of those i feel at this point none of you guys are going to but they're still there if you want them i mean them stimmies though (laughs) them stimmies yeah y'all about to have them stimmies uh (laughs) anywho so yeah that uh uh, go and add us on all those things and uh, pick up some merch if you would like um and once again uh, i am joined by my good buddy i am blake allen you can find me on instagram at blake underscore all underscore in uh and sometimes i just post videos of me dancing like donald trump but that's about it <laughs> so, uh, yeah uh so um we didn't uh we were originally gonna do best album of uh 2020 uh, i'll be if i'm being honest i didn't listen to a whole lot of new music this year um i'm i've kind of just gotten lazy on listening to music i listen to the same old crap but blake did i did he listened to some new music and uh he's gonna give you his best album of 2021 and we're gonna play uh at least a snippet of a song mm-hmm. off that album. i don't know if on, we can play a whole one yeah on the way out so um we'll let blake go ahead and tell you what the album is and after that you guys can enjoy the song all right so besides depeche mode and the smiths there was one other band i listened to this year and they're called plenty plenty Plenty? Plenty. Yeah. I never know how to say their name. P-L-I-N-I, right? Yeah, P-L-I-N-I. Okay. And so they, I think it's just one guy. So uh, anyways, uh, the last album was called Impulse Voices. So uh, I don't have a particular song, so we'll just pick one and yeah. we'll go with it. So you guys enjoy and uh, here's to a good 20. 21. 21. <laughs>